everybody, welcome or welcome back to Analyzing with Anne. That's analyzing, spelled with two N's, just like my name. No E on the end of that one there. Today I will be analyzing the movie Coffee Shop, Love is Brewing, from Salt Entertainment. I will give you a quick summary, tell you who the main actors are, and then I will break down interpersonal communication and finish off my review with a little bit of theology. This story takes place in Clearwater, Florida. We have Donovan Turner, who is struggling with her dating life and finds herself facing foreclosure on her beloved coffee shop. And then we have Ben, who has been struggling with writing another hit Broadway play and goes to Clearwater, Florida, as requested by his friend Kevin, who is dating Donovan's sister, Becky. Donovan and Ben have a series of misunderstandings, but after their first misunderstanding, they end up striking up a friendship. After we see this friendship start to flourish, Donovan's ex-boyfriend, Patrick, comes back and tries to get back in the picture with Donovan. Has Patrick managed to sweep Donovan off her feet and persuade her to move back with him to Chicago? Or has Ben developed a much deeper friendship with Donovan and wants to stay and run the coffee shop with her? Tune into the rest of this review to find out. The main actors in this movie are Laura Vandervoort, who plays Donovan Turner, Corey Grant, not to be confused with Cary Grant, who plays Ben, Rachel Hendricks, who plays Becky, Donovan's sister and Kevin's girlfriend, and Jason Berkey, who plays Kevin. Now I will break down interpersonal communication, starting off with Donovan's first conclusion jump. Donovan first spots Ben talking to the banker who just came in previously to tell her that he was going to have to foreclose on her property. We see Donovan gets honestly a little bit salty with Ben after she has seen him talking to the banker. She assumes that he's the banker's partner, which leads to a bit of a debate between her and Ben, which leads to tension between her and Ben. Ben. She ends up leaving work, calling her sister, and just wants to relax for the evening. She doesn't know, and her sister Becky also doesn't know, that part of the reason why Kevin thought it would be a good idea for Ben to come down to Clearwater, Florida to clear his mind is to see if Ben and Donovan will hit it off well, as he does know both of them very well and thinks that there's a chance that they could get along and be more than friends. But this plan backfires the first time around as Donovan walks over to Kevin's place just to have a nice dinner with her and Becky and opens the door to find Ben there. Becky and Kevin learn about what went on between the two of them. They both set Ben and Donovan straight as to who the other person is. The next day Donovan apologizes to Ben and we see them start to strike up a friendship. They start developing an interest in one another. Donovan invites Ben to a fundraising event that she has going on at her place and that is where we run into her ex-boyfriend Patrick who has come back from Chicago. We see Donovan confused and a little bit conflicted as her and Patrick talk about what went on between the two of them but at the same time she's still developing this friendship with Ben 
who actually wants to learn about her after learning from one of Donovan's employees that her idea of dating is studying the guy and talking about his interests. He asks about what about her interests and as he gets to know her better he keeps asking her more personal questions about herself after hearing a story about her running away to a lighthouse and how she loves sailing and the ocean. He picks up a coffee mug with a lighthouse that he gives to her and tells her that everyone seems to have their own mug except her. Meanwhile, Patrick, who has come back to see if him and Donovan can be an item again, has been working on a deal with a banker in selling Donovan's property to someone who needs a parking garage, which is not what Donovan had in mind for the space at all. Obviously, Donovan doesn't take too well to this. She refuses to sign those papers and ends up telling Patrick that she discussed the deal with the banker and said she would go through with the foreclosure, but she was not going to sell it to someone who didn't want to use it for connecting people the way that she has been with her coffee shop. This is where Donovan ends up realizing that Patrick loves who he wishes Donovan was, but he doesn't really love her for who she is. Donovan ends up breaking everything off with Patrick for good. Ben ends up taking Donovan out on a date on the water. Donovan comes back to the apartment that she shares with her sister. And this is where the second conclusion jump slash misunderstanding occurs between her and Ben. Becky found a bunch of pages of a play that Ben was working on at Kevin's place. After reading parts of the script, she sees comments that lead her to believe that Ben has been making fun of Donovan this entire time behind her back. She ends up showing these to Donovan. Donovan and her end up driving over to Kevin's place where Donovan tells Ben to just leave. Ben tries to explain, but in the heat of the moment, Donovan is way too upset and shook up to let him explain and hear him out, which has kind of become a big thing about Donovan that we see is she does tend to jump to these conclusions and doesn't hear people out. This is a big interpersonal communication problem when you can't hear the other person's side of the story. If you listened to my Autumn Stables review, I did touch on this same interpersonal communication topic, hearing the other person out. This is what we see Donovan fail to do. Becky drives her up to her coffee shop where there is a surprise waiting for Donovan that has been planned, but Donovan feels like she needs to take some time to open the door and get in. And she talks to Max, a friend of her and her sisters, who was heavily influenced by their mother. Max addresses this situation in his own way. He says, and I quote, just because things aren't going the way you planned doesn't mean that they aren't going the way they should. And then he goes on in the conversation that they have. She says, you don't know the full story. And then he says, maybe I don't, but maybe you don't either. Then he reaches into his Bible and hands her a note that her mother had given to him after his accident that left him in a wheelchair. The note said, and I quote, don't lose yourself in the temporary. No one has ever seen, no one has ever heard, and no one has ever imagined what God has prepared. 
Donovan finds comfort in this and proceeds to go into the coffee shop. Into her coffee shop, I should say. Her co-workers, her sister, her sister's boyfriend have all planned an event to celebrate Donovan and what she has accomplished with her coffee shop and bringing people together. After many people share their life-altering moments, towards the end, Ben comes in and says that he has to say something. And that's when we hear that there has been misunderstanding between him and Donovan. We learn about the second conclusion jump here that Donovan has made as he explains that she was looking at pages of a story where everything is muddled and he didn't know how to end it. He walks towards her and gives her a script and she reads the ending and, spoiler alert, he tells her that he loves her the way she is. He points out that as he got to know her, he found out that they were very much the same. They were both trying to be who someone else wanted them to be in different regards. For her, it was in the dating world. For him, it was in writing Broadway hits. It was through his time there in Fairhope, not Clearwater, Fairhope, correction there, that he was able to get back into writing authentically and writing about things that people actually wanted to hear about. Not a bunch of fluff or something he didn't know about, but he was able to get back to writing the way he was good at instead of trying to impress other people. He ends up telling her that he's not going to let her lose the coffee shop. We find out that his solution to Donovan's problem was the money from his play before it had produced. There was enough to save the coffee shop and they become partners. Anyone can guess what happens. They end up planning their wedding and so do Becky and Kevin in the end. No, we don't see them married, but we do see them starting to plan. Everything ends up being fine after Donovan actually listens to what Ben has to say all about that, which goes back to interpersonal communication with the listening process is trying to understand the other person and hearing them out. Now I will go into the theology portion here, going back to what Max had told, the quote, and I will say it again, just because things aren't going the way you planned doesn't mean that they are going the way they should. And I find that there is some theological truth in here. Actually, there's a lot of theological truth in the fact that we may think that we have our lives planned out, but Usually, God has something else in store, which links to the other quote that I said, don't lose yourself in the temporary. No one has ever seen, no one has ever heard, and no one has ever imagined what God has prepared. These two quotes link to each other in the fact that they talk about we can't plan how our life is going, but somehow the pieces will fall into place. We've seen here how her breaking up with Patrick We'll just say one and a half times because they weren't technically a couple again. But I think there was some understanding from Patrick's point of view that they were. She ended up breaking up with Patrick because she saw that Ben was better. There was something better, someone better out there for her. Also, we hear this early on in the movie when Ben ends up coming to her charity event and she tells everybody when she's getting ready to sing and play a song that her mom always reminded her that love was a verb. This is true even from a theological point of view. Love is an action and while yes, there are feelings Connected with the word, love is an action, it is a choice. Uh, Jesus loved us enough to choose to go to the cross for our sins. God loved us enough to choose to send his only son to pay 
our debt on that cross. So we see this theme of love chooses. Despite what the other person does, this is also very prevalent in the Old Testament. If you read all the uh, prophets, time and time again, Israel turns away from God, and then God will send them into exile, and they turn back in some cases. In some cases, the prophets are pleading for the king to obey God's commands. This is especially prevalent in the book of Hosea, very prevalent in that book where God demonstrates this picture with Hosea when he tells him to marry a prostitute, which Hosea does. And the woman he marries ends up having children by another man. And yet Hosea still remains faithful to her and sticks with her. This is a picture that God paints to show how we have spat in his face, but he chooses to love us anyway, despite when we reject him, disobey him. Going back to the whole point of love is a verb, that is how love is a verb. You choose to show love to the other person no matter what they say or do to you. You choose to love that person. Loving is a verb in that sense. Overall, this is my all-time favorite movie. I really enjoyed reviewing this and diving into the communication aspect. I would highly recommend this film if you are someone who loves coffee shops, if you are someone who loves a movie with a theological message. Of course, the theological message is pretty subtle in this one, so it's not super in your face, but it's there. You just have to be listening for it. If you really enjoy those types of movies, and are a person who loves to hang out at coffee shops and talk, I would definitely say that this is a movie for you to check out. Well, that is all we have for today. You may follow me at Twitter at ariddle91. That's A-Riddle, spelled R-I-D as in dog, another D as in dog, L-E-91. Sorry I don't have one of those for you today. Enjoy the rest of your day.